and welcome to the NRI Woman Podcast, the show where we talk to women of Indian origin living abroad. We hope that in sharing these stories, we can learn something new, possibly gain a new perspective, be inspired, or just know we are not alone in some of the struggles we face. I'm your host, Bettina Tauro. And I'm your co-host, Nanora Fernandez-Brookshire. Today on our show, we'll be chatting about a subject that is so close to our hearts, possibly the reason some of us are NRIs today, giving up one's career and moving for love or marriage. For many, marrying and moving away to a new house, city or even country is the norm. It's easily accepted as that's what has been traditionally done. But is it really that simple? Nino began her married life by moving to a new country at the age of 24. What was your experience like, Nino? Yes, I did, Bitu. Wasn't easy for sure. Even though I grew up in Dubai, I knew nothing about living life in another country. I moved to the US right away after getting married and it was quite a culture shock. It was definitely an experience of having to grow up in a jiffy, but eventually it all worked out. Um, and for you too, right, Bitu? Yes, I did. But I moved for work and then later met my husband here in Dubai. Both of us have learned so much from our moves and we are just a ripple in the ocean. So many women can resonate with this topic. We invited a couple of our friends to talk to us about their experiences. Clarissa and I have been friends for a long time. We've seen each other go through life's ups and downs. Nearing 40, she had made peace with not having found the right person. I had made up my mind, okay, this doesn't work for me. I'm coming back to Dubai and I'm going to be my happy single self. That's Clarissa until Max came along. Life is so strange, you know, when you give up and when you just let go, uh, you have everything come to you. And I met Max, who actually is the love of my life. Um, he is fun to be with, enjoyable, gets along with all my friends. And it's been a real um, enjoyable journey. Clarissa had an independent established career when she met Max. However, Max was based in Austria. Because, um, you know, Max and I are both practical people. I think once you cross 45, you become more, uh, you know, clear about what is what is important. So when I got to know Max in 2003, he said, why don't you come over? And I said, absolutely not, because uh, I know it's going to be difficult. So he, um, you know, got me to go there and visit Austria in the month of November, which is uh, the winter. And it was awful, absolutely awful, because it got dark at about three o'clock or four o'clock in the evening and I had made I said absolutely not coming from Dubai which is so sunny to you know this dark and uh, dreary place in Austria so he got me to go again in uh, the summer of 2004 and I actually loved it because it was the best two months of summer since I've come here for the last 12 years and I was so taken up. I said, wow, it's beautiful. People lying, uh, you know, by the lake in bikinis with color and sunshine. I thought, it was, that's beautiful. That's not so bad. But the winter was awful because Max traveled a lot. And every time he traveled, oh, my God, it would snow like a blizzard. And I had to learn how to drive because I used to drive an automatic car in Dubai. I had to learn the stick shift, not just that, but I had my first accident going 40 kilometers an hour where I should have gone 20 kilometers an hour, banged my car right and left into the tunnel and total write off. After the first six months, I became so tearful, so cranky 
And I went on the net wondering what's wrong with me because Max had no idea what to do with me. And I found out that I had culture shock. So once I diagnosed what I had, it was much easier for me to then find a solution. It's funny. She says diagnosed, but that's because she's a doctor by profession. And I know it was very hard for her to recognize her symptoms and not know what it was. And then it got easier and easier. And I remember sitting with Swati on Skype, holding chai in my hand, and we would sit and talk for hours. You remember Swati? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Yes, I do remember that. Babe. Swati is another one of our friends who's willing to share her experience. After marrying Mukunda, she gave up her successful career knowing she would have had to move to the US, but she had a plan. So I did have a plan. I mean, the plan was to be married and to start my family, you know, because we've done, we've done the career thing for so many years. So now it was over to the next phase to get married and start, you know, be mom, be wife and do that thing. And the career, I knew that I had to put it in the back burner for the time being. And that's really what I had planned. And that's really what I did. I spent one year, a year and a half, maybe just, you know, setting up, getting to know everybody, getting to know Mukunda's friends, getting my life, all of those stuff and um, enjoying my married life, which I did. And I, you know, I'm very happy I did that and didn't rush into a career or a job right away. And then I started looking and, uh, and it was very challenging in the beginning because, you know, nobody really cares about your experience wherever you are in Dubai, Middle East or wherever in India. Nobody really cares about your qualifications either. I had an MBA at that point in time. So I had to really literally start from scratch and compete with entry level positions with really smart, young, you know, 20 something people. I did get a breakthrough with the New York Times and, uh, I, and that to me was, was really amazing. It did go as per plan, you know, give and take six to seven months or so. It's amazing that one can plan and it's even more amazing when things go to plan. What about you, Nino? Did you have a plan? No, not really. I didn't have any plan. I was very young and naive and I actually went with the flow. Sometimes one can have a plan and things don't work out according to it, as was the case with Clarissa. I actually had everything cut down to plan. Like I said, we were very practical, both of us. And I came here and it all backfired because I did come here to Austria with a work permit, had a job, uh, you know, earned pretty well and everything. And suddenly after about five or six months, my boss passed away on the operation table. And then I lost my job and I had to because, uh, you know, the company was not going to be um, continued any longer because he was the driving force behind it. And I had to leave that job and Max uh, and I were supposed to get married. So I had to make up my mind. What do I do now? Do I, um, you know, go back to Dubai because I had my job waiting for me, which is very rare in Dubai. And then Max said, no, no, I would rather you stay here. We get married. And even if you don't work, it's all right. I will look after you. And I've been so independent all my life, ever since I finished medicine, you know, in 1991. And I couldn't imagine being just a housewife. So I got my job um, as a teaching uh, English trainer at Berlitz uh, Training School. It was a very um, erratic kind of a job. Didn't have any kind of schedules, no routines. And after about four years, I got fed up. And I told Max, I said, Max, I need to know what I really want to do because this is not what I came here for. And so I took about six months break and I went back to uh, 
training with a doctor who is an allopathic doctor here and I was working with him but free of cost because he was not going to pay me. However, he gave me an opportunity to practice uh, my medicine there in his clinic which I slowly developed patience and uh, got training and developed my uh, German skills with medicine. So that was a good thing and finally I decided I'm going to start my own company which is called Anandatman, Happy Soul, Happy Self. Uh, which I still uh, practice to this day. It's absolutely commendable that she has gone from being skeptical about the unknown to being confident enough to start her own business. To me, it seems like she's finally found her home. I guess home is where the heart is. Uh, and I mean where, you know, you've kind of found a space where you're, you, you love what you're doing and you love being where you are and things like that. Um, I am probably one of the minorities in the sense that I met my husband at the age of 38. I moved to Austria, a non-English speaking country at the age of 40. So if that is not a challenge in itself, then, um, you know, I added to it the language barrier. Communication I did because, you know, 70% is uh, non-verbal, but the language barrier was a big thing because it was a hindrance to everything else. 2004 to 2009 was completely uh, an upheaval uh, time for me. I mean that it's like, you know, taking a fully grown tree and replanting it uh, in another location. So it was really tough. However, I do believe that it over the years, now it's, it's now 2017, and I really have found my sweet spot in the last one or two years, I had to find and rediscover myself. I lost my entire identity of what my labels were. And I had to find out who I really am without these labels that I attached and defined myself with. So how long can you give it? One year, two years, four years? It's, it's like an ongoing process. And I feel now like I'm a fresh stream that is flowing. And whenever there's a stone that is in my way, I find a way around it. And it feels very empowering. And I don't ever want to settle down and stagnate, really. For many of us, we've given up our lives as we know it and moved to a new environment, going from the known to the unknown. We would have done a few things differently knowing what we know now in hindsight. I think that, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. So you, there's always some things that you would... Uh, you know, say, oh, if I knew better, I would have done this. So I would say this, that um, I always depended on someone else um, for um, finding my stability, my security and my uh, sense of, uh, you know, um, who I am. So what I think I would do differently is not, I would still do all the things I did before, but I would do it differently, meaning that I would depend more on myself than on somebody else. Because when I depended on somebody else, every move of theirs made me unstable. And that really shook me up. So I've discovered now that if I can depend on myself more, and I am okay about some of my uh, balls that I'm juggling all the time fall down and it's still okay, then it just gives me a sense of feeling, yeah, I can just pick them up and, um, you know, find uh, new ways to improve my techniques, my skills and my, um, you know, my ways on how I would handle anything. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, that's a great point, Clarissa. Uh, to add to that, I would say, uh, even in terms of your um, career, and that kind of blends into what uh, Clarissa is saying, if you are coming to a brand new country and if you're an independent, have been having a career of your own, I do recommend intending to continue with your career or your work. Definitely being financially independent, having your own career makes a lot of difference when you're a brand new country uh, or a place. Um, and it's tougher for for Clarissa, but even if it's in, in a country that speaks English, like Europe or maybe uh, you know UK or America for that matter, it's very important to have your own identity. It keeps you sane. It keeps you very grounded. So if if you wanted to then pursue, and you have to know ahead of time, I would say, I mean, I would have done that differently at that point in time is have a fair idea of what you want to do career wise, you know, ahead of time. Um, and then plan accordingly. And it takes a lot of research because I lost a lot of time starting from scratch, trying to see which companies are there, you know, what blends with my skill sets, etc. Which if I had done that research ahead of time, knowing which companies are out there that would, you know, my skill set would be a good suit uh, uh, fit for, um, that would have helped me to target those kind of companies. I would also recommend, you know, look up LinkedIn, you know, update your profile for your employers, etc., so that they know that you are, you know, your skills are have global appeal. And also look up on uh, websites like Glassdoor.com for America over here, uh, so that you know the type of positions you're looking for, what the skill sets the companies are looking for, so you can upgrade your skills. If there's some certifications required, definitely do that ahead of time before you land here, so you don't waste that much time and you're not stressed with getting, a, you know, because you're str struggling with your, you're kind of sets, you know, just setting up your new life with a new person, new relationship, and then your career. So there's too much to handle. So while you are wherever your familiar ground is you, if you can at least do that portion of it that's one less thing for you to worry about uh, when you come here I felt the one thing that I missed out on was I just immersed myself in my new life my family my kids and everything I feel like I should have taken some time to make my own set of friends you know and uh, that's another you know something that I would definitely advise is to have your own you know support group be there is a mom group if you're a parent if it's uh, if there's some hobby that you have dancing maybe singing maybe you know if you love running you know join like a running group something that you can connect with like-minded people that'll keep you you know engaged and alive aside of your marriage and your job maybe so definitely take the time and energy to connect with such groups and invest your time building such relationships that'll keep you grounded uh, because if yeah you're so far away from your you know your, your your own familiar ground with your fam from your family your own friends that you may have built it's important to invest in that and I absolutely agree because when I first moved to the US 18 years ago, I struggled with so much with not knowing very many people either. And of course, at that time, there wasn't Facebook or any other social media, thus making it so difficult. So I remember I decided one day I was just going to wake up and knock on neighbors' doors and invite them to come have Indian food and wine. And funnily enough, thanks to that attitude, I was able to make close friends who are still my friends to this day and I've never looked back. So many great takeaways from what they've said. From doing a bit of groundwork, like researching companies that match your skill set from a career perspective, to investing time in building your own social circle. Both help with making the transition into a new life smoother. Sometimes, one can have a plan and yet life throws you curveballs. The only thing one can do is go with the flow. 
It's true, if there are no challenges, there are no achievements. One truly has to be open to all that life has to offer and this is what makes it so fruitful at the end of the day. Like we always say, this is what NRI Woman is all about. Meaningful, meaningful conversations. Join us again next time for our conversations on NRI Woman. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes. The show is available to download on iTunes, Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please email us hello at nriwoman.com or Twitter at nri underscore woman. Stay tuned for scenes from the next episode at the end of the show. You can see and learn more about the amazing women we chat with on our Facebook page or website www.nriwoman.com. I'm Nanora. And I'm Bettina. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring and be kind. Next week on Anarai Woman. So a year and a half ago, you didn't know how to bike, you didn't know how to swim. The only thing you could do is run and you signed up for a triathlon. Yeah. <laughs> I was the person who was doing like walking around with a noodle or I would stay on the shallow end of the pool. My first triathlon that I did, it was 375 meters and most people take about eight minutes to do it. It took me 27 minutes. New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe.